Jesse Kelly show. Let's have some fun tonight. We have hour and a half from now. You're going to want to be in your seat for this one. We have Marine Corps scout sniper, Marine Corps recon and green beret clay Martin. Yes. He was all three of those things coming on an hour and a half from now. Maybe he'll tell us about killing people again. Maybe he'll tell us about survival. You're going to want to be here for Clay Martin. I have the Joe Biden comments in just a minute. We have a really odd way the media pays homage to the politicians in this country. Jen Psaki, Fauci, all the hits. We're going to screw off a lot tonight because that's what I enjoy doing. And we have more emails about supply chain problems, so let's all make sure we have a drink handy for that. It's going to be a fun Jesse Kelly show tonight. But first, I thought just out of respect, out of respect, I thought we should play the words of the commander-in-chief. You see, Joe Biden, he is the president of the United States of the world. He's the leader of the free world. The commander-in-chief, imagine imagine that position of power to stand as the head of state in charge of the most powerful country in the world. So I think when he steps up to the microphone, even when we disagree with him, we need to play it every now and then. I'm joined by the executive director of the ports of Los Angeles and Long Beach, Gene Soroka and, uh, and Mario, Mario Cordono. Uh, I miss, I apologize, Mario, um, that, uh, and the president of the international longshoremen's union, Willie Adams. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. President. That is, uh, very inspiring in these trying times. Very, very inspiring. Uh, the United States of America, our reputation is in a nosedive internationally, China is starting to circle around Taiwan like a hungry shark. The world's still laughing at us about Afghanistan. Inflation is now above 5%. We'll get to that story. Heating bills are set to rise 50%, and no one can afford a tank of gas. But hey, that man is on it. He is all over it. We're fine. I mean, this is going fine. <laughs> Gosh. I, I was thinking about this. I was thinking about it a lot last night. I can't decide if Joe Biden is perfect right now or a disaster right now. Let me, let me clarify. Let me clarify. I understand he's a disaster as a president so far. That, that's not that's not arguable. I, Republican, Democrat, full-blown communist. I don't care where you stand. That's not arguable. As a president, Joe Biden is ugh, really not doing well. Uh, really, really not doing well. But... By any measure, right? By any measure, he's not doing well. But think about this. We're not just going to breeze by this like like we did, like everyone did, because there's always a new scandal. Think about this. The Attorney General of the United States of America, Merrick Garland, this was just last week, he turned the FBI loose on who? On parents. Parents who were showing up to school board meetings and yelling about critical race theory in schools and masks. And I know what you're thinking right now, Jesse. In what way could that possibly be good? What are you talking about? 
Since that time, since uh, uh, Attorney General Garland turned the FBI loose on parents in this country, we have not seen a reduction in parents showing up at school board meetings. In fact, the numbers are overwhelming. Now, more parents are showing up at these meetings. More parents are showing up at riots and pro well, not riots, they're showing up at protests, peaceful protests, and people are now interviewing them on camera. And what are they saying? Screw the FBI. It's my kid. We're talking about the future of America. I'll not be intimidated by the FBI. No, 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 no. I'll not be intimidated by the FBI. Why why does that matter? Why is that inspiring? Here's something that's going to sound harsh towards you, and I don't mean it to be. It's actually a compliment. You, we're not going for you. You're not the goal right now. And that's not an insult. That's a compliment. That's because you don't need, you're sitting right now listening to the sound of my voice. You don't need any more motivation to get involved in after saving this country. You're all in. You could be listening to sorry jazz music right now. Instead, you're listening to the sound of my voice. You're involved. We don't have to worry about coddling you and coaxing you and, hey, this is really serious. If you could, if you could maybe wake up, we don't have to do that with you. What will help us grow, what will help us succeed is not necessarily you. Yeah, you'll be the leader of it. It's all the half-interested people out there who really kind of agree with you, but they just don't really have time for all this. It's just, it's, I don't do politics. Is the game on? That's the person who will save the country. Because that's the person who will bolster our numbers and give us some juice when we want something done. Joe Biden and Democrats in general, but let's talk about Joe Biden in particular. There's a chance he is a godsend for the right. There's a chance he's a savior for the right. Because he's doing things that are waking up normal people. People who were never involved. When is the last time you saw the Southwest Airline pilots say anything political? Now they're hanging don't tread on me flags out their windows of their planes. That's happening. There's a picture going around online about it. When is the last time you saw suburban soccer moms care about anything but the view and making sure young Aiden, Jaden, and Braden have a, have a helmet on when they walk to the school bus? You've never seen it. Now, these women are lions. Why? Well, little Aiden, Jaden, and Braden have to wear a mask. Little Aiden, Jaden, and Braden, it looks like there's a chance they're going to be forced to get a vaccine to go to school. And suburban soccer moms may be a lot of things. I know they love essential oils, and I know they watch Oprah during the day, but they do love their children. They love their children a lot. They're very aware that their children are not in any risk for coronavirus. They're giving the side eye to all these cases. This teenage boy there, this 12-year-old boy here, heart inflammation, heart inflammation, heart inflammation. They do not want their children subjected to forced vaccination. And there's something else. And we're all guilty of this. Americans have, for the longest time, trusted sending their children off to school. Now, 
You may scoff at that now, as I do, because I despise government schools. You know that. So you may scoff at that. What an idiot. I think that's unfair to previous generations because your parents and their parents, they probably went to public school. I don't know about you. I didn't go to no fancy private school. I was in public school with everyone else. They didn't necessarily get the anti-American education that kids are getting today. And so parents, this is, this is normal, parents sent their kids off to school thinking, well, yeah, reading, writing, arithmetic, right? Uh, algebra and maybe some history stuff. They didn't know. They didn't know. And uh, look, you knew. I mean, you listened to this show. You knew, but they didn't know. Now you have kids sitting home from school for a year, year and a half, two years, depending on where you are in the country. And we have mom in the background dusting something because women are always dusting something and she's hearing the things her child her child is learning in school and mama ain't having any of that and oftentimes because over the last two years dad has had to stay home too dad is there too and i can't tell you how many of these emails i've got we were both home and we were horrified we turned off the computer we had a discussion about pulling him out of school we're homeschooling him now Joe Biden may very well end up being a huge win for this country because Joe Biden and this radical modern communist party that's running everything, they did the big mistake communists have done a million times over. They simply can't control themselves. They're so obsessed with this, with destruction and domination they don't stop ever. It's not even in their nature. It's not possible for them to do so. They would never think to stop and think, ooh, this looks bad. They just eat everything in sight. Well, they may have bitten off a little more than they can chew. People take the safety and the education of their children very, very seriously. So if we have the relatively non-interested, non-interested crowd standing with us now, we might be on the cusp of something big. All right, we're going to make fun of uh, somebody who I despise in politics here and the media in just a second. But first, I've been telling you about Hero 2020 for months and months now. And I don't say that lightly. You know how serious I take defense, the defense of myself and my family. And I'm telling you, this thing is powerful. It's way more powerful than the freaking pepper spray you have in a can on your keychain. And it's not, I'm not asking you to carry something cumbersome. It's about the size of your mobile phone, and it shoots 100-mile-per-hour projectiles. And when those things hit, not only do they hurt, they explode with this brutal pepper spray. It'll stop an assailant in his tracks, and it doesn't require a concealed carry permit either. Go to Hero2020.com right now and use the code JESSE for a special discount. Get one for you and your spouse. This thing's awesome, and it works. Hero2020.com, code JESSE. State restrictions may apply. Is he smarter than everyone? Who knows? Does he think so? Yeah. The Jesse Kelly Show. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. And gosh, I can't wait to talk to Clay Martin. An hour and ten minutes from now. Remember the first time we had Clay Martin on? Remember... Clay Martin's just one of the baddest dudes we have on the show, if not the baddest dude we have on the show. And out of the blue, he we were having a conversation about something, and Clay Martin says, yeah, I remember the first time I killed a guy. 
And we're all, I'm sorry, what? This is, okay. Well, hey, we're not going to stop it. Just go, buddy. <laughs> so we'll see what Clay has to say about tonight. Buckle up for that one. Right, I'm going to get to more Jen Psaki and Joe Biden. You know what? No. You know, I need, I need, I need you to play Joe Biden today explaining supply chains. And this is, this is what I love so much. Somebody thought this was a good idea. Right now, the Biden administration, I know this is going to be shocking. They're having a crisis on their hands. What is that crisis? Well, you've heard, I I know you've heard because I've been bringing it up, but other people have too. A bunch of people have, but I'll take all the credit for it. What, Chris? Uh, uh, There's a bunch of ships off the shore, mainly California, but New York and other places, but mainly California. Okay, well, what does that mean? It means you're not going to get the goods and services you're used to getting in the time you're used to getting them, and you're not going to get them for even close to the cost you're used to getting them. Now, even people who don't pay attention to politics pay attention to their pocketbook, right? It's not just Chris who watches money all day long. It's it's the gas station. You feel that. You do. Look, who hasn't been there? I've told you this before. I know you've been there at some point in your life. I used to go to the gas station, and I didn't press the handle and just click it and walk away till it was full. I filled it up until that was all the money I could spend. <laughs> that's, that's how a lot of people have to live. I get that. What do you do when gas prices double? What do you do when the cost of everything in your life doubles? What I'm saying is the Joe Biden administration, they're in a crisis they're not going to be able to escape or lie their way out of. People are hurting right now. Bad. They're hurting, and apparently the Biden administration knows it's going to be worse, so they send out old Joe today. Joe, boy, this will soothe them, Joe. I know uh, you're hearing a lot about something called supply chains and how hard it is to uh, get a range of things from a toaster to sneakers. That, by the way, one of my favorite parts of this whole thing. I know you're hearing about something something called uh, uh, supply chains, is it just me, or did it sound like Joe Biden just heard about supply chains? Anyway, continue. I know uh, you're hearing a lot about something called supply chains and how hard it is to uh, get a range of things from a toaster to sneakers to bicycles to bedroom furniture. <clears throat> and uh, that's why back in February... I signed a piece of legislation on supply chain, a executive order on supply chains, and what well, we had to move on. It. Hold on, pause, and- pause. I'm sorry. Is any of this inspiring you? I mean, keep in mind, the only reason they wheeled old Joe out there, Joe, we're, we're going to need you. Don't no, just let it go. Joe. We have to, we have to take the blankie away, Joe. We have to, we have to get you up now. Okay, well, don't worry. They're going to be rubbing his back. We'll get you back by the fire real soon, Joe. But. You see the American people, they they need to hear from you. Yeah, yeah, Joe, you're the president. We, we have to remind you this all the time. Yes, Joe, you're the president of the United States of America. And see what's happening out there is they, they want to hear from you, and they need, they need you to reassure them. I mean, that is the whole point of this, keep in mind. You don't go up and speak at that podium unless you're up there to reassure, and he just sounds so tired all the time. Just I don't, I don't know. Anyway, continue, Chris. And with the holidays coming up, you might be wondering if gifts you plan to buy will arrive on time. Well, let me explain. Supply chains essentially mean how we make things 
and how the material and parts get delivered to factory, a factory, so we can manufacture things and manufacture them here, how we move things, how a finished product moves from a factory to a store to your home. And today we have an important announcement that will get things you buy to you to the shelves faster. Well, I don't know about you. I think we are set. I think we are definitely good to go. All right, I'm sorry. I had to play that. And, yeah, we'll take your calls tonight, 877-377-4373. Florida, once again, leading the way. we got to get to that in a second, but I did promise you this, making fun of a politician I hate. Bill de Blasio. The headline is this. Embattled Mayor Bill de Blasio finds solace strolling among New York City graves. Quote, I think he knows in Greenwood, nobody is going to yell at him. Whereas everywhere else, if people are alive, (laughs) they're going to say something. (laughs) Bill de Blasio is so unpopular and you've seen these videos floating around online. I certainly have. He's so unpopular everywhere he goes in New York. In New York, you know, New York's a different place. All right. New York, it ain't Alabama. You unpop if you're unpopular in New York, it doesn't matter if you're mayor, head coach of the Giants, Yankees, whatever you are, they're gonna yell at you and they're gonna cuss at you and they're gonna let you know. Well, in one of the most inspiring things I've ever seen, Bill de Blasio, he gets yelled at everywhere he goes. Everywhere he goes, they yell at him. Just regular citizens, reporters, everybody yells at him. And it it made me think of something. I'm not going to dwell too long on this, but it did make me think of something. Do you think even Bill de Blasio, and he is a full-blown communist. Remember, this is documented. His parents were full-blown communists, admitted communists. I'm not making this up. It's not just me putting a label on him. He is communist. Do you think Bill de Blasio... Do you think when he's strolling along the graves of New York because he's too unpopular to be around people who are alive, do you think Bill de Blasio ever has a moment where he thinks, man, I'm a jerk? Chris says no. And and you know what? Chris is probably right. He is probably right. But all these people, do you think they have a moment they have to. I, I, I guess I don't believe in people turning into complete demons. I, I guess I don't believe in that. Maybe, maybe they do, right? Maybe they do. But do you think Bill de Blasio ever stares in the mirror and says to himself, gosh, you're ugly? No, I'm kidding. Yeah, I know he says that. Uh, do you think he ever stares in the mirror, any of these people, and says, man, people hate me, and I totally get why? Do you think so? Pelosi? You don't, you don't think she ever has that moment? Do you think they know? I say deep down they know. Hang on. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. Look, I'm going to get to some stories here. I'm going to get to DeSantis and and Florida and all this. But the the story was Bill de Blasio. Everyone knows who this guy is, right? Everyone knows who he is. He's super tall. I think he's as tall as I am, Chris. I think he's six seven, six eight. He's super tall. I mean, I understand, Chris. I know what you're thinking. No, he's not nearly as good looking as me. <laughs> but he's huge, so he sticks out like a sore thumb. 
Everywhere he goes in New York, he gets yelled at. Does Bill de Blasio, Nancy Pelosi, I mean, pick your politician who everyone hates. Do you think deep down, do you think they ever have a moment, a moment, a brief one? I know it's not long, and I know they're not going to admit it publicly. Do you think they ever have a moment where they think, I suck? I, I, mean, I must I must suck. Everyone hates me, and I must suck. You know what? I'm asking Pablo. Pablo, you are in Brooklyn, but apparently the microphone is not working, but so we're going to have to wait on Pablo for a quick second. But I'm going to ask Pablo about this. He's in, he's in New York. I want to ask a New Yorker about this. What do you think? I mean, everyone else hates Bill de Blasio. Everyone hates him. He, everyone knows he's hated. Bill de Blasio's wife knows he's hated. His kids know he's hated. Bill de Blasio knows he's hated. Does he think maybe it's me? Pablo in Brooklyn. Go, boss. Of course. He's not hated. He's loathed. I mean, it's worse <laughs> than that. I mean, look, and this, and basically this is what I have to say to anybody who really doesn't like him. By not voting... They voted for him because the only people that actually voted for him were the Park Slope crazies. Okay. Uh, I mean, nobody voted in the last two mayoral elections. When I talk about nobody, you know, I'm talking about the percentages were so low, it was not even funny. Okay, why, Pablo? I'm not in New York. I'm not in New York. You're in New York. Why don't they go out and vote? Apathy. Oh, man, I knew you were going to say that. They don't think don't think things can change. <sighs> okay. Thank you for the co- phone call, my man. Now he's probably right. He's probably because I wonder that. I'll tell you the reason I asked him that question was on my TV show tonight. It's on the first. My TV show is on the first every single night, nine o'clock Eastern. Uh, I interviewed a guy, a Minnesota sheriff. Now he's a former sheriff, but I interviewed a Minnesota sheriff about what's going on in Minneapolis. Now, a lot of people haven't been to Minneapolis. I will tell you, I've been to Minneapolis several times. And here's the thing. Minneapolis, when I was a kid, when we used to go, Minneapolis was one of the coolest cities out there. Now, it's not highly trafficked. See, Chris, you don't understand. It's not highly trafficked. It's a major city, Minneapolis, and then it's Twin City, St. Paul. It's not highly trafficked because it's so far north. It's not in like a major highway area. It's so cold in the wintertime. It just, it's, not, it's never going to get the same traffic as L.A. You know, it's, Minneapolis is never going to be L.A. But it's one of those really, really, or at least was one of those gems of a city. And clean? When I was a kid, it was so clean. We used to, we, we used to go visit. I went to, uh, shoot, my old man took me to an NBA game up there, I believe, when I was a kid, if I remember right. It's something like that up there. And now this sheriff, I was talking to him today, he said the shootings and the murders and the violence, they're up so high. They're up so high that he was walking down the street seven o'clock at night the other night during one of the major downtown, one of the major intersections downtown. And he said, I could have pulled out my pistol and shot down the street either way and never risked hitting a soul. It's just a ghost town. It's so dangerous it's so bad, the town is empty. Empty. I saw today a Walgreens. In uh, Everyone knows what Walgreens is, that big pharmacy. I think the Wal- that's a Walmart-owned ph- pharmacy, right, Chris? Yeah, whatever. I, we'll do research. Anyway, big pharmacy. Everyone knows Walgreens. It's not news what Walgreens is. Walgreens is closing 
five stores in San Francisco and they're just they're just pulling out. Why? Because San Francisco has gone so full cultural Marxist insane. They allow people to shoplift now. I don't know if you've ever seen any of these videos online. When I say allow people, I want you to understand. I've seen these videos. I've seen the videotape of it. You'll have two or three people just walk into Walgreens with bags. I've seen one guy with a shopping cart, and they just walk up to anything on the aisle they want, and they pile it in their bags, in their cart, and they walk out of the store. There's no police. There's no security. The store, I, I believe the stores aren't even allowed to attempt to stop them. And, it's, and you can imagine, I mean, Walgreens, I'm sure, is doing just fine because it's a Walmart place, but the profit margins aren't that high. You can't afford that kind of a loss. You just simply can't afford it. And so they're packing up and walking away in Minneapolis. Minneapolis is a hub of a bunch of Fortune 500 companies where are they going to go? They're going to pack up and they're going to walk away. Now, that destroys your tax base, but it's going to happen. People are going to have fewer goods and services, fewer restaurants, few, fewer places to buy. The tax base is going to shrink, so you won't have near as much, not much money for roads and schools and anything else the government wants to do. What I'm saying is this. Places like New York, Pablo just brought it up. I think they're so disheartened they've stopped trying. In Minneapolis, they're still trying to completely defund the police in Minneapolis. And San Francisco, where there is poop on the sidewalks. And, and people need to understand that, I mean, there is poop on the sidewalks. It's there. It's all over the place. It's just disgusting. The whole place is gross. America's cities... It's not that they're in bad shape. It's that they're descending rapidly. And I don't know how this turns around. Because, look, it's one thing to hit. You ever hit bottom in life or at least get close to bottom? You ever you ever have a moment where you think to yourself, okay, this is bad. I got to turn things around. I Look, I certainly have. I, look, maybe that's just because I'm a dirtball. I have. You ever have one of those moments? I remember when I got a 0.0 grade point average my first semester in college. That's a real story, by the way. Went to college right out of high school, got a 0.0 grade point average first semester. And then did marginally better second semester. And I woke up after that first school year, and I wasn't exactly, as you can imagine, a very mature young man. My sons are, what are they, 11, or 11 and 13, and they're both more mature than I am. But... I knew I had to change some things. I mean, that, that, it's one of those moments where, okay, wow, you are a turd and you need to turn things around now. You ever have one of those in your life? Uh, maybe you're drinking too much. I've had those too. You wake up one day, headache, eyes red, and you say to yourself, do I want to be a dirt ball? Do I want to wreck my health? Do I want to continue? Do I want to fight with the wife? Do I want, you ever have one of those? I've had, I've had those before. Well, maybe I'm the only one, but you ever hit bottom? I don't think these cities think they're at bottom. That's the problem. And these are majorly important parts of the United States of America. Even if you're not a city person, maybe you don't care about New York, Chicago, Minneapolis, Seattle, Portland, San Francisco, L.A. That's fine. Whatever. I realize a lot of the country doesn't live there. I don't live there. Although I guess I do live in Houston. But 
Maybe you don't care. That's fine. But a lot of people live there. And if our cities are going to continue to descend into escape from L.A., crime-ridden, just disgusting filth, that's not good. That is not good for us as a nation. And it's certainly not good for all the poor people who still have to live there. And you can do that thing where you point and say, well, if it's your fault, stop voting for them. Man, maybe that's true, but gosh, that sucks. All right, I'll take your calls on anything. 877-377-4373. 877-377-4373. We will do that next. Yeah, we're going to talk about supply chains and money and everything else on this show. Keep in mind, as you hear the bad news, you need gold. You have to have some gold in your possession. And when I tell you to buy gold from Oxford Gold Group, I want you to understand it's not because I like staring at shiny gold. It actually does nothing for me. I I don't care about it. It It's never moved me that way. You need some precious metals that have tangible value in your possession. In times like this, are you hearing what they're saying about inflation? 13-year high on inflation? You want to do the math and figure out what happened last time we had inflation like this? Call Oxford Gold Group, 833-995-GOLD, 833-995-GOLD. Get something of value in your hands that's not subject to the whims of politicians. Tell them Jesse told you to call. They'll take care of you. 833-995-GOLD. Missed out? Catch up. JesseKellyShow.com It is the Jesse Kelly Show, and we discovered something huge during the break. Did you know Walgreens has nothing to do with Walmart? That is wild. How many wall people are there in this country who are starting these these things? This is insane. <laughs> Chris, before I get to the phone calls, I'm going to get to them. You know what we need? We need some Norm McDonald, Chris. Give it to me. Give it to me. Back again, Burt Reynolds in a commanding lead with $14. Hey, hey, uh, check out the podium. Look at this. Mr. Reynolds has apparently changed his name to Turd Ferguson. Yeah, that's right. Turd Ferguson. It's a funny name. Mr. Reynolds, unfortunately, you're in the lead, so we'll start with you. Yeah, I'll take the uh, condom thing for uh, 8000 That's condiments for 400 This condiment is made from mustard seeds. Burt Reynolds. That's uh, not my name. Okay. Turd Ferguson. <laughs> yeah, what do you want? You buzzed in. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. Yeah, well, that's your opinion. <laughs> it's, hey, we need to pick me up now and then. All right. All right. Todd in the Woodlands. Go, boss. Roger that, Shogun. Oracle, hey, number one, I slowly think that the U.S. is becoming Venezuela thanks to uh, Biden. And number two, no, any of those liberals that look in the mirror don't look and see themselves going downhill they pump themselves up and think they are oh so great, period. Uh, you're probably not wrong. He's Look, he's probably not wrong. Golly. 
Justin in San Diego. Go, bud. Jesse, we're out here in San Diego. $19 hamburgers, $9 beers. Went to two restaurants today. There's nobody working. There's no staff. There's nobody even in the restaurants. It has hit an all-time low. You have signs everywhere that say, uh, experience necessary, but I'm sorry, experience light, no, nice, but not necessary. Oh. It is not. We're going to Montana, man. Did you say $19 beers? Are you? Is that a consistent okay. thing, or was that no, one no, restaurant? No, $19 uh, at Jimmy's Famous in Point Loma. $18, $19. Not kidding. My gosh. $9 beers. Thank you for the call, my man. You see, now, one more thing before I get to these other calls on something on that, and this drives me up the wall, too. How's a normal so a normal guy can't go get a burger anymore? And I understand that's the I, I understand as far as the necessities of life, getting a burger isn't is you know one of those things. It's not food, water, and shelter. But a normal dude can't go out and get a burger anymore. Think if you're think if you're a a kid trying to take his girl out. The, the, seriously, think about that. Would you remember when you were 18, 19, you had a sweetie and you wanted to impress her and make her believe you weren't as poor as you really were? I could never have afforded. That's a okay. Nine dollars a beer, nineteen dollars a burger. So with tip, fifty, sixty bucks, and that's if she doesn't go for the appetizer. You better pick a skinny chick. Good grief. Well, we're all going to be skinning here shortly. Henry also in San Diego. Go, bud. Hi, how you doing? Uh, I'm a, a business owner of a compliance company out here in San Diego, and I'm on the board of directors for the California Trucking Association and other trade associations that represent uh, the transportation industry. And this is a perfect storm. Our industry has been uh, barking about the shortage of drivers, the overregulation in the state of California, the special fuel, the uh, overregulation when it comes to the driver requirements, the motor vehicle report, everything, even when it comes to the long haul, uh, the shortman, it's it's the perfect storm. And uh, we're in this uh, for a reason. Henry, uh, can I ask you some clarification on a couple things because of your position? I, I actually do want everyone to get some clarification on a couple things. Obviously, as you just mentioned, it's a perfect storm and it's not good. What does that mean for someone in Iowa, someone in Denver? What does it mean? What is the average American going to see? I'm aware of how many goods and service or how many goods are taken in at California ports, and I'm aware that you people have to get them places. What does it mean for the consumer across the country? Well, it just means that you're going to pay higher fees. it, everything, the supply chain is slowing down. Uh, two months ago, we had about 60 ships uh, outside of the harbor in uh, uh, Long Beach. And back then, it was an issue. And uh, I had one of our clients uh, who was waiting for a shipment a month ago uh, was told the other day that uh, he probably won't get a shipment until the beginning of January, end of January. It's ridiculous. Uh, In addition to that, the hours of service regulation that uh, California has, right, the stringent, they they don't allow these drivers to get some sort of exemption. That's what the president needs to do is give them an exemption 
where they can drive longer hours. When it comes to meal and breaks, these guys are forced to take breaks on the side of the freeway. And if they don't, guess what? The company pays a huge fine. Good grief. Thank you, Henry. Thank you. Hey, man. boy. We got problems coming. Lorraine in Bridgeport, go. I um I have a um I don't believe those people ever have a moment and have oh, to have a moment you have to have a conscience you have to have integrity honesty you have to have a feeling for the American people and these people don't they only believe in themselves they don't even believe in Jesus and what this governor of New York taking Jesus and bringing God into the issue oh Jesus loves you he wants you to have the vaccination. Jesus is a vaccination. He wouldn't be pushing a vaccine. So, and I feel sorry for all those people losing their jobs, but I applaud them for standing up for their rights as American citizens. And I wish more Americans would do that and just say no. Good job, Lorraine. Hope you were paying attention to that phone call, Chris. <laughs> After what you guys did to Jesus. All right, 877-377-4373. Don't try to put this on the Romans again, Chris. Don't try to put this on the Romans, all right? Now, there is something else coming for, uh, and I will get to your calls eventually, but there's something else coming as far as supply chain problems. People have calls about that. I have emails about that. And companies, if you're worried about your company handing out a vaccine mandate, but they haven't yet, I'm going to tell you a reason why that hasn't happened quite yet. There might be some hope out there. Hang on. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. And remember, if you miss any part of the show, you can catch the whole thing on iHeart, Google, Spotify, and iTunes. You can email us, jesse at jessekellyshow.com. I have a bunch of emails, a bunch of phone calls. I'm going to get to all that, but I did want to get to this. Federal judge rules New York must allow religious exemptions for vaccine mandate for healthcare workers. Maybe you're in New York, maybe you're not. I just had a long conversation with somebody today. I can't tell you the name and I can't tell you the company, but this person works for one of the biggest companies in the world, actually. And they were saying the boss is already saying there could be a vaccine mandate, but we don't have details. It hasn't come down yet. It hasn't come down yet. Why hasn't it come down yet? Why don't we have details? Hear me out right now. A lot of these companies in the United States of America, a lot of them, They don't necessarily want to pass a vaccine mandate. They're not stupid. I mean, some of them are stupid, but they're not stupid. They understand, uh, I'm going to lose 10% of my workforce, 5% of my workforce, maybe 20, depending on uh, the the resistance level, but it's going to be significant. You can't afford that. That's a lot of institutional knowledge that's brutal on a company. They don't want that. But what we have in this country is the federal government has spent decades tying itself into private businesses so private businesses especially the big ones they get scared they don't feel like they have a choice they pretty much feel like they work for the federal government and in the case of as i pointed out before the airlines they do the airlines take billions in federal bailout money all the time so where am i going with all this if you're sitting there and you're waiting every day and you're refreshing your email nine times a day when's when's the vaccine mandate coming down Hold off on that. I'm not saying it's not going to come down. And if they're threatening, it might. 
But here's what a lot of these major companies are doing. They're waiting. They're waiting to see how the various court cases shake out. Because across the country, in various places where they're trying this, people are lawyering up as they should do, and they're suing. Oftentimes, it's a big class action lawsuit, so there's some juice behind it. A major company who's subject to this vaccine mandate they think Joe Biden is going to push, which, by the way, he hasn't officially actually put in yet. The OSHA rule doesn't even exist yet. There is no federal vaccine mandate of any kind right now. But these major companies, they're watching. They're just watching. And they're waiting. And they're probably going to be waiting until some of these court cases shake out. Now, that's a long way of me telling you, be patient, keep your eyes on the court cases. I will give you updates on them whenever I get them. Not that I'm super in the know on all of it, but I generally get clued in on a lot of that stuff sometimes beforehand. So keep it, just stay in touch, all right? As, as soon as I get a heads up on these cases, it, I'll let you know. I mean, this is big right here. Headline is federal judge rules New York must allow religious exemptions for the vaccine mandate. His name is uh, Heard. He was a Trump appointee, if I remember right. Don't quote me on that, but I'm pretty sure he was a Trump appointee. He issued an injunction. Hey, hey, nope, nope, can't do this. At least not yet. No way. And then there's another headline. Archbishop for U.S. military says troops can use religious exemption for COVID vaccine. These headlines pile on each other. People are watching and they're waiting. I warned you yesterday, hundreds of thousands of military guys not vaccinated. All kinds of people in various professions where they're passing these vaccine mandates are not. And a lot of companies are waiting. Now, I'm not telling you all this is going to work out. We may get our teeth kicked in and lose every court battle in the end and everything sucks. I mean, that's that's a possibility. I'm not here to I'm not here to make it look better than it is, but we might not. We might not. And we might start notching some W's out here. And Joe Biden, keep in mind, and you think this doesn't matter, but it very much matters. It matters a lot. Popularity is underrated in everything. Do people like you or do they not? It's underrated. People do not like Joe Biden. Right now, his popularity is in the toilet. He has been a disastrous president. He doesn't have political capital right now because he's unpopular. His policies are unpopular. That means you may get more pushback than you thought you would have otherwise, which is good because... I'm about to read you a couple emails, take some phone calls about some some supply chain problems, but these people, Joe Biden, Jen Psaki, these people, they have no solutions for the massive problems that are already here. Based on everything being announced today, can this administration guarantee that holiday packages will arrive on time? We are not the Postal Service or UPS or FedEx. Uh, We cannot guarantee. (laughs) we're not guaranteeing anything and look they don't even have they don't even have good answers for questions they they don't have good answers for basic questions and they know they don't have good answers for basic questions this is this is the response of yes a lying regime propagandist i'm not denying that yes although all that's true but this is the response of somebody 
who doesn't have a good answer to give. We all understand the American people are not looking at cost-to-cost comparisons from this year to two years ago. They're looking at cost-to-cost comparisons to their checkbooks from eight months ago or 12 months ago. And even though factually, if you look back to two years ago, things may be comparative, that's not how people look at things. So our objective here is to tackle each of these issues uh, with the approach that we think will help address it in the shortest term. I'm sorry. Did you just say that's not how people look at things? People don't compare prices to two years ago? Uh, Yes, they do. And sometimes that's the sad reality of how deep people get involved in in podcast, in politics. But yes, they do. When people walk up to the pump and it's now $4 a gallon. And I know, look, let's assume I'm a non-political person, right? Because that's how those are the people who decide elections. Let's say I'm non-political swing voter guy in Pennsylvania. I don't know what I believe. I just got to go by the news or whatever. If I was paying $2 a gallon under Donald Trump, and now I'm paying $4 a gallon under Joe Biden, you can bet your sweet butt I'm doing comparisons. You bet I am. I now can't afford to gas up my truck. Oh, I'm doing comparisons, lady. Listen, I mean, listen to this. Listen to this email. I'm a framer in Washington. I work for a private construction company. I live 40 miles out of town, and I pull a trailer everywhere I go on average 100 miles a day. I fill up my truck two, sometimes three times a week, depending on the distance of the job. Half my week, I go to multiple jobs per day. The gas prices are devouring my paycheck. Most pumps max out at $100. At what point do I have to stop Because I'm working to afford to go to work. Add food costs of a family of eight, and it's definitely squeezing us at this level. I know this is all who are not wealthy and can afford to float this disaster. I know this is I know this is all who are not wealthy and can afford to float this disaster. I know America can prevail. I try to drive this point home all the time. That's how real people live. Listen to how that guy lives. Listen to that email I just wrote you. He wrote us that email during the show. He wrote us that email live. Now listen to the regime's propagandists discuss the problem. We all understand the American people are not looking at cost-to-cost comparisons from this year to two years ago. They're looking at cost-to-cost comparisons to their checkbooks from eight months ago or 12 months ago. And even though factually, if you look back to two years ago, things may be comparative, that's not how people look at things. So our objective here is to tackle each of these issues uh, with the approach that we think will help address it in the shortest term. Do you think that guy who just wrote us spending every dime he has to go to work. Do you think he's doing any comparisons to two years ago? You think maybe he is? This is going on across the country. And and look, remember, the transportation crisis, we don't have people on it who have any idea what they're doing. No idea. Remember, Pete Budjidge, he is the transportation secretary. So this should be something he's on. But also, remember, He's not a qualified person. Pete Budjedge was a mayor in Indiana. He was a mayor in Indiana. He He has no idea what he's doing. What does he know about shipping or supply lines or regulations? What does he know about that trucker who called in earlier who's explaining all the problems and why it was? You heard what the guy said. That wasn't me. The perfect storm. Instead, we have Pete Budjedge. He's He's there. 
He's there because he bowed out of the race and was promised a high-profile position in the Biden administration, which is obviously illegal, but everyone knows that's how the game works, so I'm not going to whine about that. But that's the only reason he's transportation secretary. What's he doing right now? I don't know. Maybe he's still on maternity leave. You remember? He and his husband had to post a picture of themselves in a hospital bed after they adopted babies. What are you doing in the hospital, pal? Did you have a C-section? Sorry, that was probably rude. All right, 877-377-4373. You know what? Let's talk about MyPillow. MyPillow makes me feel good. And I'll tell you why it makes me feel good. Mike Lindell's story. Do you know Mike Lindell? I mean, everyone knows him now. It's like, you know, he's this big Christian businessman, and he's a huge super patriot. And everyone knows all that about Mike Lindell now. You know he was an addict. You want to talk about somebody who hit rock bottom. And I'll get to some of those phone calls here in a minute. You want to talk about someone who hit rock bottom. You know the guy has changed his entire life, and now he fights for, the, for America? How awesome is that? And, yeah, I'm supposed to be talking to you about Giza Dream Sheets right now. You know you know how I feel about them. They're, they're the greatest sheets in the world. And right now, with the promo code JESSE, they're buy one, get one free. But I just want to let you know the company you're supporting when you go buy Giza Dream Sheets, buy one, get one free. You don't just get the best sheets. You're supporting a man and a company like that. I think that's freaking awesome. I love it. Go to MyPillow.com. Click on the radio listener specials. Use the promo code JESSE. Enjoy the best sheets ever. And rest easy because your money went to a good place. This is the Jesse Kelly Show. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. 877-377-4373. Yeah, I'm going to get to this. There's an anniversary we have to celebrate here in just a moment, but I, I'm, I'm not going to let up on this Pete Buttigieg thing. I mean, Buttigieg was asked, he was asked about the transportation problem. Uh, we have a huge shipping clog. People are worried. This is what Buttigieg had to say. As we're looking at these supply chain issues, how bad are they going to get for Americans? And I'm talking specifically you know, leading here into the December holidays where people are relying on getting goods, on getting presents. Well, I think there's always been two kinds of Christmas shoppers. There's the ones who have all their list completed by Halloween, and then there's people like me who show up at the mall on Christmas Eve. If you're in that ladder bucket, uh, obviously there's going to be more challenges. Yeah, he has no idea. (laughs) He has no idea. But again, remember... We don't have qualified people in any of these positions. He was a mayor in Indiana. He's now the the, the secretary of transportation. What, he's going to come up with some solution? I mean, unless the map has somehow changed, I've never been to an ocean port in Indiana. He doesn't have any idea what he's doing. He doesn't have a clue. None of these people do. I realize that's a little disheartening when you think about it, when you think about these huge problems and Nobody in charge right now has a solution, but we're red, we're led by idiots. We are. We got Clay Martin coming up in 10 minutes. Gosh, I'm so excited. for Remember, Green, Green Beret, Clay Martin, you never know what's going to come out of his mouth. He may tell us about killing people again. But I'm going to do something really quickly here, and I'm going to celebrate an anniversary. You see, today, today is the anniversary of... Hunter Biden's laptop being discovered 
For those who don't remember, allow me to just do a brief recap for you. The New York Post, a major, major media publication in this country, they published a, a bombshell story. October, remember, talk about your October surprise. Right before the election, they published a story about Hunter Biden's laptop being found. It has emails on there. Forget about all the dirty stuff. We're not We're not going into all the, the, the European ladies of the night and the booger sugar and all that. We're not even going into any of that. We're going to talk about foreign involvement for Hunter Biden looking very much like, and not looking, I mean, by, according to the emails, he trades on his father's influence for lucrative amounts of money and his father gets 10% of that money. This information was verified by Tony Bobolinsky, a former business partner. This was the bombshell that ended Joe Biden's chances at becoming president of the United States. Except Big Tech blocked the New York Post from posting anything and then blocked anybody from sharing the story. The story then slowly leaked to the American media. And you know what the American media, I want you to remember, I want you to listen to every word of this. This is what they told you about the bombshell that proved Joe Biden is a compromised man. The origins of right-wing media's latest obsession with Hunter Biden. Yeah, we are going there. The New York Post story that dropped like a bomb last week, seemingly implicating Hunter and Joe Biden, continues to wither under scrutiny, not really dropping like a bomb. Hunter Biden isn't running for president. That argument has been debunked. Mike, what are they pushing? Uh, emails reported by the New York Post that we can't authenticate. Never really explained to a general audience what those unsubstantiated charges were all about. What can't be verified? The laptop. Why do you say that? Because Even the family hasn't. They very well focus on Hunter Biden, Joe Biden's son, and the potential disinformation that is filtrating. He again brought up unverified accusations about Hunter Biden's financial dealings. It's much better for Twitter to let people read the New York Post article and sit there and laugh at the hokey story. It, this one from the New York Post is almost like a, a, a B-rated version. Does it surprise you at all that this information Rudy Giuliani is peddling uh, very well could be connected to some sort of Russian government disinformation campaign? U.S. authorities are seeing if those emails we just talked about are connected to an ongoing Russian disinformation effort. And unverified emails about his business dealings, a story that many intelligence experts say has all the hallmarks of a foreign interference campaign for him. The FBI is now investigating whether those alleged Hunter Biden emails are actually connected to a larger foreign intelligence operation. They may be related to a foreign intelligence operation. Uh, Hunter Biden's laptop that whole thing is has been fizzling. It looks like it's. Tied I just want to- you to know I'm cutting that off early. I could have played that for another five minutes of the entire system lying to you. Russian dif- r- disinformation. Russian disinformation. This is a foreign intelligence operation, and so we have the numbers now. We know Joe Biden wouldn't be president if that information had been allowed to get out. Four point six percent of the people who voted for Joe Biden said they would not vote for Joe Biden. Had they known about that, that makes Donald Trump president. That makes him president easily. Hmm. Now, that's funny. Let me ask you a couple questions. Do you think China has enjoyed Joe Biden's presidency? Just going to read a quick email here. Just, you know, totally unrelated. Just crazy stuff. Just me. Just me thinking out loud. Headline. Quote. 
pretty alarming. Biden administration ignored Pentagon concerns with Chinese drone purchase. The Biden administration ignored an explicit warning from the Pentagon about cybersecurity concerns tied to Chinese-made drones and drone parts proceeding with the purchase of such materials from a top Chinese company that the Trump administration blacklisted for national security reasons. You know, we we don't bring it up anymore because, I mean, it's old, right? It's old. Do we have a president of the United States of America who is compromised by the communist Chinese? Look, we talked about Afghanistan a lot, right? How embarrassing that was for us and how what who benefited from this? It was a disaster politically, everything. Guess who moved in? Guess who's about to take over the most strategic air base in Asia? China. They're currently in deals with the Taliban. Funny how... All that worked out for them, isn't it? We'll talk to Clay Martin next. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. Clay Martin, Marine Corps scout sniper, Marine Corps recon, then moved on to be a Green Beret with some really uplifting music for us, Clay. Thank you so much, my friend. (laughs) Anytime, brother. Thanks for having me on. <laughs> all right, Clay. Uh, we get calls and emails all the time of people uh, from vaguely interested to extremely interested about steps they can take to make sure, hey, if all this stuff goes down in flames, and we all hope it doesn't, but if it does, what are some basic things people should have around the house? What are some basic things sh- uh, people should be doing You've written some outstanding books on this. Give us some tidbits and tell us about your books. Well, with everything that's going on today, I, I don't see how anybody can think that. I think everything's going great, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, well, I mean, to be honest, brother, this is at a, a level of, uh, of shenanigans that I, I didn't even think was possible. It, it almost feels like the uh, the current administration is actively trying to break the economy and the supply chain and everything else because uh, you couldn't screw up as much on purpose. Uh, so basically what we're looking at in my, in my region, at least, is uh, try to get some of everything. Uh, you know, you can't eat bullets, but you also can't defend yourself with SpaghettiOs. Uh, you know, often overlooked things in this kind of arena is, uh, is medical stuff. And I, by that, I mean not just, you know, trauma and, you know, stop gunshot wounds, but you know, what if we can't get any aspirin from China or wherever that comes from for the next six months? Uh, and uh, given the shortages that are stacking up up here in farm country, man, it's uh, it's wild. It's absolutely out of control. Okay, let, let's let's actually talk about for a brief moment, Clay, the trauma stuff. Obviously, that's something you have a lot of experience with. Every single person hearing the sound of my voice and your voice has a first aid kit with band-aids in it and a weird little safety pin that their kid has stolen to make Legos out of or something. But but what, what what's in what's in Clay Martin's kit? Obviously, it's not the same one that came with my pickup truck. You know, unfortunately, most of those first aid kits—they're—they're—they're uh, they're, actually—they're absolutely garbage. I've actually seen them—you know—pulled out of you know, restaurants, things like that, where you flip it open, and there's nothing but expired band-aids and uh, you know maybe some uh, some eye wash in there. 
Uh, so you really have to start looking at, at your trauma stuff more in line of like what would be on an EMT truck or what would I need if an EMT truck wasn't available. And uh, one of the places I shop quite frequently is uh, Rescue Essentials. That's one of the places you can actually get, you know, quality gauze, tourniquets, uh, real bandages, that kind of thing. Things that are not for boo-boos, things that are for, are for uh, you are really messed up. And uh, we got to shove some things and holes in you so that they stop squirting blood all over the floor. Trey, uh, well, thank you. Thank you for that image, Clay. That actually brings it home for people nicely. And, and I love that you speak in that way. Tell us about water. I try to explain this to people about water. People don't think about that, right? I mean, ammo's sexy. Everybody loves a new box of ammo. Right. Oh, even, ammo even the tourniquet awesome. stuff is sexy. What about water? Right. Oh, man. Water is, uh, I mean, so important. I mean, especially it's like where you, down where you guys are where it's so hot year-round. I mean, a couple of days of that water and you're dead. I mean, you're done. Uh, I mean, if it's hot enough, you know, seven, eight hours of that water, and you can you can die. Uh, so, and water is also extremely difficult to store, obviously, because it's so heavy and so bulky. You know, it weighs uh, eight pounds per gallon. So, you got to have a system in place. I feel like not only to have some water, but to uh, to purify it. And this goes double for the uh, for the city dwellers. Is that you know, I've got springs and rivers around me. Uh, there's probably not a lot of those in downtown Houston, right? No, no, no. We, we we are fresh out of springs and fresh water down here. Plus, it's a big bowl swamp anyway. I, you don't want to drink the faucet right, water down right. here. Right, Bringing in all the trash from the Gulf. Uh, you can you can get rid of a lot of that kind of stuff. You, you can purify some pretty nasty water with just either bleach or iodine. But especially when it comes to, like, industrial chemical or uh, or things like that, I'm a big believer in the, uh, the Berkey water system. Uh, it's the one that they sell to missionaries all the time. It's the one that every prepper has. It, it pretty much can't be beat. It's fantastic. The Berkey Water System. Sell, uh, go ahead and spell that for people. We're going to end up blowing up a bunch of people's websites tonight, but I don't care. I want to get people ready. What's the Berkey? How do you spell this? I believe it's B-E-R-K-E-Y. And actually, it filters so good, they'll take the fluoride out of the water if you don't want that, too. Good grief. Well, I can't believe you were actually able to spell since you switched to the Army, but we're going to set that aside <laughs> for now. All right, let, let's go, let's move on, actually, to international affairs, affairs. Speaking with Clay Martin, Marine Scout Sniper, Recon, then Green Beret. Clay, China's doing all this you know, muscle flexing right now. I say this is a direct response to us looking like we'll let them do whatever they want. Are the wolves getting ready to eat? Uh, brother, I think so, absolutely. I mean, uh, what other message did you take from Afghanistan? I took that we are uh, weak sisters and we will fold uh, the minute things get even a little bit difficult. And that's the worst thing with what's happening in international relations right now. We have just shown ourselves to be kind of uh, incompetent boobs and uh, and not very good at this war fighting stuff. No matter, it's, it's like a, a plumber getting in a fight with uh, George St. Pierre. It doesn't matter if GSP wins nine rounds. That plumber gets a lucky punch in the last round and knocks him out. Guess who won the fight? That's exactly how our withdrawal from Afghanistan looks. So, yeah, I can't, I can't really blame him for flexing on us either. Clay, you've been in situations, obviously, really ugly ones on foreign soil where, where people have gotten hurt, and I don't expect you to actually recount any of that now, although you're welcome to. I, I, I caution people against pushing for that too much here. I think people don't understand how ugly that that stuff actually is, how it smells, how it looks, how it, how it stays with you. I think a lot of people who push for that stuff now, they don't actually understand what they're pushing for. I would agree wholeheartedly with that because it's one of those things that I just don't think you can really understand unless you've seen it. 
But, uh, you know, we've both been standing there for a civil war that broke out for uh, for Iraq. And uh, civil wars in particular are doubly nasty from, from regular wars. I mean, people start doing horrible things to each other. Uh, it's almost like it gets the dander up in a way that a conflict with a foreign enemy can't. And, uh, yeah, I mean, worst, worst thing imaginable. Uh, I, I really hope it doesn't come to that myself. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I certainly wouldn't be pushing for it. That's the uh, worst possible outcome. Clay, what's something a sniper does that people don't see? I mean, you watch the movies. Everyone's seen the movies. It's the last second shot, and the crosshairs are just on him. And Everyone's seen that, but people don't actually understand the craft. People are interested, however, in the craft. What do you people do, you weirdos? One of the biggest things people don't understand is that is patience, because that would make for a really boring movie, uh, like showing a guy just do patient things all the time. Uh, that is a huge piece of being a sniper. I mean, you might go run seven or eight missions that a uh, shot's never fired because you're also you know a reconnaissance asset. Uh, so you're out just uh, looking at stuff like some kind of weird boyer with face paint on. Uh, and it, it actually kind of sucks. I mean, that part's not fun, but uh, it is a huge piece of the job. Uh, so there, there's definitely that one. Uh, and the other thing that we do is uh, it really starts to affect your brain, both the way they, they train you and then all the, the tests you have to pass to be a sniper. You, uh, and the most of it has to do with observing your world around you. Uh, you have to be aware of everything at all times. So you start to see what we call like sniper eyes. And basically that means that you, you don't really miss anything ever again in your life. Like, you see weird details that nobody else does. Gosh, that stuff's so cool. I wish I could show people... I wish I could show people even one of those little weird drawings you psychopaths draw when you're sitting there laying everything out. But we're going to set that aside for next time you're on, Clay. Tell people, especially about your latest books, man, about the survival stuff. Tell people what they are, where they can get them. Uh, All the books are on Amazon right now. The last one is is Prairie Fire uh, Guidebook of Surviving Civil War II, which uh, which again both of us hope never ever happens. But if it does look like things are going that way, you definitely want to be dressed and prepared for when the time comes. Uh, so it's a you know book on how to organize, how to you know get with your friends, get some chickens in the backyard, lay in some lickies and chewies and some tourniquets and some bullets, and uh, ride this storm out. Clay Martin, everybody, the book is Prairie Fire on Amazon. Thank you, my brother. I appreciate you. Thanks, brother. I love that guy. All right. Guess what I did today? And I love this so much. I actually switched over to a different phone. I decided I wanted a newer phone from Pure Talk. You know I switched to Pure Talk, right? So I make one phone call because I got my phone. They sent me my phone. I make one phone call. I'm on the phone for five minutes. And now I have my brand new phone. And my brand new phone is all set up. It's that easy. And I spoke to somebody who spoke English. And somebody based in the United States of America, their customer service is based here, and I'm saving a fortune. The average sa- the average family saves over $800 a year. When prices are going up like this, do you think now might be a good time? Dump Verizon or AT&T or T-Mobile or whoever you've got. Go save some money. Get with a company of patriots and deal with other Americans. It's really, really nice. From your cell right now, dial pound 250 and say Jesse Kelly. You'll save 50% off your first month. That's pound 250, say Jesse Kelly. You'll have the option to receive a one-time auto-dialed text message from Pure Talk. Is he smarter than everyone? Who knows? Does he think so? 
Yeah. The Jesse Kelly Show. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. I'm going to get to some more of these uh, stories here. I got some supply chain emails real quick. I did want to go really quickly to Will in California. Go, Will. Hi there. I, I relate to your experience in college. When I graduated from high school on a Friday, I started in college on that Monday after, during the summer, oh. with a visiting cousin from Wisconsin. We were only into party hardy. I, I was I flunked physics. I flunked chemistry, thinking I was going to be an electrical engineer like my dad. And guess what? I changed gears, stayed in college, worked my way out of probation, and graduated the year master's work, got my doctorate in, in law, and I've been practicing law for 45 years. So you picked up your smarts a different way. I decided I wanted to be a survivor. I decided the first semester was not going to dictate who I was. How about that? What kind of law you do, Will? Bankruptcy. Bankruptcy. Are you seeing anything, any trends out there right now that you think the United States of America would be interested in? Uh, well, let's put it this way. Bankruptcies, which you would think, with unemployment, with all the other issues, would be at an all-time high. Mm -hmm. Guess what? There are bankruptcy firms that have closed down because they're at an all-time low because of what? The checks from Washington. The checks from California. And by the way, on that supply chain, I live in Carlsbad, so I'm close to San Diego port, Long Beach port, and LA port. Guess what? A half a million plus containers are sitting out there. Good grief. And they better work 24-7, 365. I'm not worried about Christmas presents. I'm worried about staples. Will, outstanding phone call. Good for you for picking yourself up. Did you hear that? No bankruptcies because everyone got paid to not work. Oh, my gosh. I wonder if that has anything to do with this. Workers quit their jobs at record rates with 4.3 million resigning last month. Does this sound sustainable? Does it? Shoo, boy. Let's get to some more of them. Hi, Jesse. The great the great freedom defender. Thanks for your program. I just heard about the, a story about the Loudoun school system where a transgender female predator uh, molested a young girl in the female bathroom of the student's school. The left is always attempting to change the language to fit their plans. Why not follow their tactic? Instead of having a male and female bathroom where someone claiming to be female can go into the female bathroom, why not have a, ooh, he, 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 he gave the words of the little parts we have, so even the supposed transgenders would have gone through. Look, it, it, he said it would be a small victory. I, under, I understand that. I understand where you're going with it. It wouldn't work anyway. There's, when it comes to that whole thing, of trying to force men into women's bathrooms and the terrible cases of assault that are already taking place because of that. When it comes to that sort of thing, that is mentally deranged and evil and wrong, and they don't care. They don't care. They're not slowing down. They're not stopping. They don't care. They, it is full, full, full steam ahead. Greetings. 
Maharaja of the of the menus. What's the Maharaja? Oh, I think that was from Indiana Jones in uh, the Temple of Doom. Look that up, Chris. Maharaja. I, no, I don't think it's a Jewish term. I look it up, please. Food supply chain issues. We have two Dunkin' Donuts within a mile of where we live, and the neighbor just told me she went to both at 9 a.m. this morning. This morning, prime donut time, and they're out of donuts. We're also going to start seeing them in a bigger way when it comes to my industry, travel. Pay attention, everyone. At the start of this madness, when hotels and resorts started cutting services, like even basic housekeeping, restocking rooms and products, that was a red flag to me that they found the opportunity to cut their costs and blame it on the Rona. And that's exactly what they've done, even now, 20-plus months later. In addition to reducing the number of rooms available because they can't get people to work, the rooms they do fill receiving only the bare minimum of services but continue to climb in price. Yet pick up a trade journal, and according to sources, our guests no longer want this. They feel it's too invasive people coming in to clean the room, make the bed. What? Frankly, I don't think any of this actually has to do with COVID. Not the food, not the travel, none of it. It's all creating the perfect storm for restricting every aspect of how we live our lives, from recreation to travel to even basic necessities like food, and it's starting to get scary. Keep up the great work. And that person is 1,000% right. Look, this I've explained this to you before. Whatever you think, whatever you think about coronavirus, doesn't matter. If, you, if you're scared to death of it, maybe you've got 10 vaccines and you're under 15th booster. Or maybe you think it's a whole hoax or something like that. That's not what I'm talking about. Whatever you think about corona, whatever you believe about it, you must believe this because it is the truth. The things we've done, they stopped being about coronavirus a long, long, long time ago. They stopped being about coronavirus about 15 minutes after that virus got to the United States of America. Remember, they politicized this thing. Before it even got here, remember when Donald Trump tried to restrict travel to China and all the media and the entire Democratic Party tried to call him xenophobic and all these other things for trying to restrict travel to China? This thing has been political from the beginning, and it has been used from the beginning as a plan to assault you and everything you care about. If you think that's wingnut radio talk, then I want you to pause for a moment we're, we're, but look, we're about to have a little break here. Pause for a moment. Look around you. Do you have more of the things you love? Or do you have less? Do you think the standard of living of America is higher now or lower? Are things, are, are things better? Do you have a better health care system, better military, better police force? Or is everything worse? This is what happens in communism. It is always the promise of making things more fair and equal. And it always ends in misery 100% of the time. I'm going to play audio for you about coronavirus next. If you don't believe me, you'll believe this person. It is the 
Jesse Kelly Show, 877-377-4373, jesse at jessekellyshow.com. I mean, I'm telling you, these people, when it comes to coronavirus, they, they are uh, they're a different breed. They're a different breed. This, this is not about coronavirus. This is not, it hasn't been about coronavirus in ages. Listen to Mr. Coronavirus God himself. We are seeing now a decline in acceleration and a turnaround of cases. Where do we ultimately want to be? As I mentioned, it is going to be very difficult, at least in the foreseeable future and maybe ever, to truly eliminate this highly transmissible virus. And again, as I mentioned, we've only eradicated one. It's going to be truly difficult to eliminate it? You've been selling people on eliminating a virus, which everybody knows is impossible. You've been selling people on eliminating it from the very beginning. So why the salesmanship? Why the salesmanship? Anyone? You know what? We're setting Fauci aside. He's going to put me in a bad mood. There's a Chinese parent. The Chinese parent, you know, I call them communists all the time and I tell you it's communism and and I understand that you understand that. And I understand you're probably telling other people that I tell people all the time. You don't have to take my word for it. My email inbox is full of people from Cuba, from China, telling you that listen to this Chinese parent, because when I've tell I've been telling you for a long time, they're doing everything they can to find a way to make you into a domestic terrorist. They have a reason. There's a purpose for that. If you are all of a sudden classified as a domestic terrorist, that allows them to use the forces of government against their political opponents. They want to be able, Democrats do, they want to be able to send the FBI to arrest their political opponents for opposing them, like like all communists do. You You don't have to take it from me. Here's yet another person who knows about communism telling you this. When I was in China, I spent my entire school years in the Chinese Cultural Revolution. So I'm very, very familiar with the communist tactics of how they divide people, how they cancel the Chinese traditional culture and destroy our heritage. And all this is happening here in America. Now they are labeling parents and concerned citizen like me as domestic terrorists, what that can do? You may lose your freedom. I do have a question. What's next step? Is the Tiananmen Square crackdown the next? Would parents one day risk their life just to speak out for their children? That's why I'm here. Oh, but Jesse, it's not like this domestic terrorist thing is taking on it. It's not like it has wheels. Okay. So there's, there's one person mentioned it. It's not like, it's not like the system is setting up yet a new propaganda term, just like they did for white supremacy, that they're going to repeat time and time and time again until over half the country believes that that would never happen. Right. Violent looking, angry, spewing parents outside of these schools. Individuals intent on creating chaos for the sake of creating chaos. These actions could be the equivalent to a form of domestic terrorism. This becomes a security crisis in a sense for the nation. This may also mobilize even more law enforcement 
uh, to be at these meetings. It is dangerous to our children when the parents themselves are the school bullies. I think one of the worst things is the actions at the board meetings. Uh, you know, the, the, the calling of names, you know, the, you know, tyrant, Marxist, communist. We've never seen anything like we're seeing at these school boards now. What on earth has happened in this country? Sometimes they're not even talking. They are yelling and creating chaos. Things have become so scary at these meetings. I don't think parents should be telling schools what they should teach. New laws may be necessary. There's always the possibility uh, that people will face criminal prosecution for this kind of conduct. The FBI and federal law enforcement is tailor-made for that kind of national-level coordination with state and local police. The attorney general has can put out a letter, they will take actions they take. What does it mean that something that is generally boring and neutral, like a school board meeting, has become a locus for violence? You look at the rage, the anger, you think, what is this doing to the children in those homes and their mental health? We have a board of ed working with the local school boards to determine the curriculum for our schools. You don't want parents coming in in every different school jurisdiction. And they want to shut down our schools and, you know, move kids over to charter schools and private schools um, without the oversight of the state. And that's wrong. If I may just say this once again, 877-377-4373, if I may say this once again, you should be happy about everything you just heard there. Is that scary, ugly talk, domestic terrorist talk? Is that scary talk? You bet it is. Can it end in ugly stuff, disaster? Yeah, you bet. They're scared to death right now that a parent, that parents across the country are waking up and they've seen the absolute gutter trash that is being taught to kids in schools. It has been, remember, there is nothing even close to being as beneficial for communism in America than schools. When they took over the education system, every single other thing we see has has flown downhill from there. Every single thing. They took over the education system, and then they got America. All it took was a few generations. That's all it took. If they think American parents are waking up to that, they are going to freak out. Why do you think the Biden administration moved so quickly to push their attorney general to sick the FBI on parents? That's such an extreme thing. That happened last week and we've already moved past it. That is wild, man. In America? Think about that. The top law enforcement official in the country, that's the attorney general, he pointed towards the federal law enforcement arm, all the guys with guns who can destroy your life, And the top law enforcement official pointed at them and said, hey, those parents, possibly domestic terrorists, you guys better dig in. And, and get this, that's the same FBI. They admitted they're not even looking into Antifa or Black Lives Matter. Oh, but they are very interested in parents. Which brings me to another point, because if you are one of these concerned parents, and I hope you are, I mean, Unless you don't have kids yet. And then in which case, don't go make any. Hold on, hold on. But if you are one of these concerned parents and you're showing up at school boards and you're getting loud and you're letting yourself be heard, one, good job. Two, hear me here. Hear me well. Be careful. I know you're fired up and you should be. And I know you want to be active on behalf of your kids and the country and you should be. I, that's Those are all good things. Good, good, good. 
Be careful communicating with people who you don't know, especially people who are saying things that maybe they're fired up or acting fired up and they're trying to get you fired up and, and hey, let's go to, actually, let's bring pitchforks this time. No, 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 no. I'm telling you this because the Federal Bureau of Investigation has done this time and time again, and no, I'm not going to apologize for them. Remember the, quote, assassination attempt of the governor of Michigan, and it turns out the feds not only planned it, they were basically the entire group, they were all feds? They're going to start stepping into these parents' groups. They're going to be sending you messages on Instagram when you're organizing parents in a local rally. Hey, come on down to the school board. Let's bring pitchforks this time, guys. It'll be better. Be careful. Be smart. Nonviolent. Peaceful. But loud. You're allowed to be loud. You're allowed to let them know you're angry. That is your God-given American right. Peaceful and smart. Don't let these guys get you. Headline, Florida issues $3.5 million fine to a county in Florida. Why did they issue that fine? Because that county violated the vaccine passport law. According to the Daily Beast, Leon County, which is home to Florida's capital, Tallahassee, was fined by the Florida Department of Health after the county government started requiring its employees to provide proof of COVID-19 vaccination. That is how it's done. Hear me, Republican legislators across the country. I know you listen to the show. You're right in all the time. Hear me, Republican governors. That's how it's done. Not laissez-faire, not live and let live, not prove to them how good we are by example. They pass a mandate, you pass a counter mandate. They tell businesses you're going to get a $7 million fine, you pass a mandate saying I'll give you a $10 million fine. Fight them, make them hurt, make them feel pain. I'm not done on this yet. I know these are hard times, though, and I'm not naive to that. And I understand, look, I understand what businesses are going through. I was a part of one for a long time. If you've got a small business, just know stamps.com is here. All right. It's here to save you money. It's here to save you time. Why are you wasting time going to the post office? Stamps.com, it makes your life easier. You get discounts, exclusive discounts on postage and shipping. You need any of that right now? From USPS and UPS and their new rate advisor tool, it lets you compare shipping rates across carriers. You always get the best option. Go to stamps.com and use the code JESSE right now. You get a four-week free trial plus free postage in a digital scale. No long-term commitments, no contracts. Go to stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top, enter the code JESSE. That's stamps.com promo code JESSE. Stamps.com. Never go to the post office again. Jesse Kelly returns next. It is the Jesse Kelly show. And, and, And look, I'll just say this again. Florida issuing a $3.5 million fine to a county that dared hand out vaccine mandates. That's how it's done. 
Do I like that? No. Gosh, no. I don't want to live in that world. I, I don't want to live in that world. I wish each county could do its own thing and everything's fine. We're not in normal times right now. We're in times where people are losing everything because they're being surrounded by these medical tyrants in this country. It is time for the right to develop teeth. It is time for the right to make them afraid. If they're not afraid of the next law, the next executive order, you're not doing anything. That's the thing. Even if you're one of these, and and honestly, I pretty much am. If you're one of these tiny government types, just everyone hands off. I'm that way too. I, I get it. But let me ask you something. You got to put yourself in the shoes of the communist. If you're the communist and your goal is obviously to destroy everything and take over everything, that's what communists do. Who do you fear? Do you fear the guy who's going to try to counteract every law you you pass and try to go after you? Or do you fear the guy that says, well, hey, live and let live. It's not my job. You know exactly who you fear. It's time to develop teeth. I this is why and this is another reason I've been telling you. Get to a red state. And you know, there are lots of red states. It doesn't just have to be Florida and Texas. That's the two everybody points out. Wyoming, Montana, Idaho, Alabama, Mississippi, South Carolina, Tennessee's Tennessee's sweet. Chris, have you ever never mind, you've never been anywhere. Tennessee is sweet, man. What? You've been to Graceland. Oh, gosh. You know what? Never mind, Chris. Never mind. Never mind. Headline. Europeans were enjoying blue cheese in beer 2,700 years ago. <clears throat> Ancient poop shows. Excuse me? I'm just trying to wrap my mind around... What kind of conversation are you having with yourself if you're a scientist, archaeologist, one of these guys who digs through ancient civilizations and ruins and something like that? Exactly how is the conversation going with yourself when you find yourself holding a 2,700-year-old turd? Is that what you dreamed one day, pal? Is is that how that worked? Look, you know, I'm grateful I had the father I had. Because like every other kid underneath the sun, I, after I watched Indiana Jones, I wanted to be an archaeologist. I thought this whole archaeology thing looks pretty sweet. Do I get the whip right away or do I, does the whip come later? Right, Every kid was the same way. And my old man, of course, <laughs> of course, in the way he does, I was like, you know, they don't actually do any of that stuff, right? And then I started looking into it and yeah, it turns out. All they do is go dig through dirt and stuff like that. And don't get me wrong, it'd be really, really cool. But, yeah, that that would have been near as fun as Indiana Jones. But, look, I still got a leather jacket at some point in time. Don't shake your head, Chris. I got a leather jacket. Oh, I got a whip. I got a whip only. <laughs> we didn't have any money. So it was just a, it was a, like a handle, almost, a, almost like a six-inch broom handle. And coming out the end of it wasn't a whip. It was just this really pathetic-looking thick black rope, (laughs) and I remember I would go and I would try to wrap it around tree limbs. You know how Indiana Jones was always like whipping it around something? Turns out you cannot do that. That actually doesn't work quite the same way, and uh, I found out. That actually hurt 
quite a bit, as a matter of fact. Mark, go ahead, Mark. Wait, I didn't click on it. Mark, oh, now yeah. I got it. Mark, now I got it, brother. It was me, not you. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Idaho is a terrible place. No one should move here. Mark, that is dirty. <laughs> oh, that is dirty, hey, Mark. Brother. Go ahead. you got to protect your own. <laughs> hey, to your point earlier about the abject failure that our, quote, leaders are showing in all levels of government, as much as it is hurting people, and it is hurting people, I don't dispute that, it's necessary. Every single step these clowns have instituted at every level to, quote, contain the COVID crisis has created the mess we're in now. They do not have solutions to economic problems. They never have, regardless of what administration it is. Hopefully, people will start to wake up and realize that government is not where we should look for solutions. So I know people are hurting and it's terrible, but it's it's got to happen. He's not... He's not wrong. That's a great call, by the way. He, he's not wrong. I, I can I can acknowledge that Mark is one hundred percent correct, and the pain that's coming it will provide invaluable lessons to Americans about the economy and shutdowns and controlling your fear and government solutions. And it, it, look, it's going to provide a bunch of lessons about that stuff. I can acknowledge he's right about that, while also acknowledging, man, I. I don't want to see people go through it. Here's here's one of the reasons why, because it's going to be the poor people who take it on the chin. I mean, the middle class is going to be hurt really, really badly too, but the the poor people, man, you think it's going to be bad for, for some rich guy who can't fill up his Lamborghini? There are going to be poor people who make life-altering decisions because of all this, and it it's going to be ugly. Look, when I tell you, when I tell you to buy gold from Oxford Gold Group, I mean it. I mean it all the way. I, I, I'm not doing an advertisement here right now. I mean it all the way. And, and again, I'm not telling you to do anything crazy. I'm telling you to make a phone call and make sure you have something of value that they can't ruin. Okay? Oxford Gold Group, all right? Ryan in New York. Go, boss. Right. Do people expect atheists to give them religious exemptions? Exemption? Come on, folks. And uh, the people coming across the border start waving at them. They get new, get new neighbors coming in. And uh, the thing is, I would have to say, I've been around this country enough. It is over, folks. They're bringing in. This is the big. These illegal aliens is the biggest voter registration drive in the history of mankind. You know, you have illegals coming in. California really is Exhibit A. It's uh, it's gone through legal immigration, 65 Immigration Act, illegal immigration, people who over. No, he's not wrong. Well, I should say he's definitely not wrong about illegal immigration. That border down there, remember, you live in the wealthiest, most technologically advanced country in the world. We have an open border for one reason and one reason only. They want it open. All right? They want it open. All right. You're not going to believe this. I'm about to give you information on the single biggest health threat facing humanity. Next. It is the Jesse Kelly Show, 877-377-4373. And you can email the show. Remember your love, your hate, your death threats, your ask Dr. Jesse questions, because Friday cometh, and that right soon, to jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Everything's welcome here. Remember, I never read your name or anything like that, even, even on your death threats. 
I'm about to save humanity. Did you know what, Chris? Look, I'm, don't blame me. I'm going off the World Health Organization. There is a new single biggest threat to health on Earth. It's the climate. Haven't you heard? Haven't you heard? Now that we have laid out a blueprint for all these filthy communists, they are now going to use that blueprint for everything under the sun. Emergency orders here. We're all going to die there. Just give us a little more of your freedom, and I promise we'll save the planet, you bunch of lying hacks. It's amazing. Not, not Not how far they'll stretch this stuff. The climate thing is amazing because they've gotten away with this scam for so long. They've been doing doomsday predictions since like the 70s. and <laughs> None of them have come true. And some of the idiots used to actually give out dates. By the grace of God, they don't do that anymore. Scientists are predicting by 85 we'll all be dead and everything's fine. Uh, uh Okay, uh, maybe 95 uh, and everything's fine. <laughs> Gosh. <clears throat> Dear Jesse... I drive and deliver for one of the big three services. Pay attention to this, by the way. Uh, People do not. We talked a little bit about it last night. I'll just bring it up again briefly here. Think about everything around you. Look at everything around you where you are right now, unless you're in a car driving. All of it came on a truck. At some point in time, all of it was on a truck. This country runs on truckers. You don't know them. You don't like them. You yell because they're in the way on the highway. I get it. The country runs on truckers. It does. Anyway, I'm going to read this email to you. Dear Jesse, I drive and deliver for one of the big three services. We are already facing massive shortages in labor. A manager here told me they normally have 60 workers to run the sort on Sunday. And a few Sundays ago, they only had 18 people show up. My boss had a meeting about the upcoming holiday season They told him with supply chain issues, plus the massive surge, we could be delivering people Christmas presents in March. Just wanted to give the heads up to anyone who is planning to do all their Christmas shopping online. I'm going to keep reading these stories to you as they come in, not to scare you so you know, and so you can tell family and friends. And I don't even need you to give me credit for all this information because my ego doesn't need any help at all, Chris. <laughs> I am the Shogun. I'll get to your calls in a second. 877-377-4373. Jay Steele. I have heard a lot of callers. In case you're wondering what that is, I've given myself a lot of nicknames, including at one point I decided I wanted to do the first initial go by my middle name thing, but I didn't like my middle name, so I changed it to Steele. Jay Steele. <laughs> don't shake your head, Chris. I heard a lot of callers talking about supply chain issues related to building materials and things like that. Pay attention, everyone. I work in IT, and it's affecting all IT hardware as well. Items were ordered during the summer are not going to be delivered until March, and items being ordered now are delayed until next summer. These are products that used to get delivered in 30 days at worst just a year ago. Also, manufacturers are not honoring prices in some cases. You can place an order now, and when it's ready, they will just tell you that the price went up and the price you used to pay the order is no longer being honored. I'm seeing a lot of this too. 
All the people thinking this is just a blue-collar issue will probably be shocked when they can't get to their favorite website from their phone while they are sitting on the can because the server broke and there are no parts to fix it and a new one won't be available for six months. Didn't think about that, did you? And look, I'll be totally frank. I didn't think about it either. I mean, I've been trying to think about everything in my life that uses, you know, everything every, everything that could be hurt by supply chains. And, of course, everyone's thinking the same stuff, right? We're talking about food and we're talking about Christmas presents and, and, and maybe home building stuff. That's what, It's been a lot of home building stuff. You don't think about logging into your favorite website and it's not there anymore, do you? What? Oh, gosh, Chris, that got dark. Of course, I know everyone's going to find this shocking, but Chris thought of banking right away, but he, he does bring up a good point. Logging into your bank account. Um, when's the last time you walked into your bank physically? I don't know where mine is locally anymore. It's all online. Creepy, right? It's creepy. So how about that for uplifting? <laughs> all right. All right, we're going to get to some more calls here. If it's all going to be fine, don't worry about it. First, we're going to go to Scott in Colorado. Scott, are you high right now? Jesse Kelly, come on, baby. You know I'm living it out here in Colorado, baby. <laughs> like no other from another mother but the same father. Come on, Jesse. I got to tell you, man, with this administration, I have never – I have suffered from self-esteem and depression. But with this administration, I have never felt more encouraged. I've never felt smarter. I am living <laughs> large and in charge, baby. I am flipping – Everything that comes across with negativity, I'm flipping it, looking at the positive. It is, man, the times are perfect, my brother. It is time to rise up and stand for the red, white, and blue. Amen. And he is high, so at least we got that out of the way. Gary in Connecticut, go, Gary. In five years, he'll be the CEO of Microsoft. (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead, buddy. You know, the Chinese... Let's face it, we're like a colony of China. We send them the raw material. They send us back to finished product. I think they're putting the brakes on a lot of this stuff. They're sending back here. They're doing it purposely. Also, the factor that, you know, a lot of things were obviously shut down from the virus. We have the oil pipeline shut down by a cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs in the Oval Office. And what's really going on, people who are unemployed, some of them disappeared, but a lot of them want to work, but a lot of them disappeared. You take the money, give people free money. I mean, come on. A lot of them are going to respond to it the way they do. They're not going to come back. They'll disappear, they'll, you know, they'll be in the wind. And the thing is, with this country now, is, is a third world country now. When you have the mob outside screaming and yelling and getting everything their way, and I'm not talking about the poor moms with four kids at the PTA meeting. I mean, what are we going to have when that mom's in, in a fast food joint and she's with her kids and there's a food fight? Was the ATF going to go uh, charging in there? This is insane. This is a third he brings up some very good points. I will. I, I want to bring something up, actually, uh, a bit of good news. Well, I, I shouldn't say good news. Potentially good news about China. I don't know why I'm bringing this up. It's just he said something and it popped into my head. One, I actually don't know how much China is doing the supply chain stuff on purpose. Yes, they need us to hurt. They love us hurting. But China, remember this. Remember, China needs us buying. They need those goods delivered because China's economy ain't doing well either. That's one. And two, there's something else going on that I actually find really, really encouraging. Um, Movies matter. Hollywood matters. Celebrity matters. 
I wish it didn't matter. I understand you wish it didn't matter, but it does. It's an important part of culture. The things you see, the things your kids see and hear on on sitcoms and, and the YouTube shows they watch and movies and stuff like that, they're learning the values of these things. You know how the shows, all the movies used to be about good and evil? I mean, I grew up watching John Wayne with my dad. Good, tough guy. Got to go be brave. Go fight the evil bad guys. If you die, so be it. You know, that those were the values of those movies. You learn things from those values. We've lost that when it comes to our values, when it comes to our entertainment culture. Talk to somebody today, and I thought it was pretty interesting. We may be getting it back in the future. I'll tell you about that in just a second. But, hey, you need a little extra money? Have you ever have you ever in your life watched one of those Wall Street movies and thought to yourself, gosh, that would actually be really cool. I'm buying, I'm selling. I'm, it would, everybody has, right? Every dude listening to the sound of my voice has, and half the women. Carnivore trading puts you in that room. Uh, look, I'm too busy to learn about stock trading, stocks and charts and graphs. I'm out on that. Carnivore trading, it's an elite group of Wall Street traders, and they made it so everybody can participate. When you become a member of Carnivore, they send out text messages to you and say, hey, I'm buying this right now, and here's why. You can pass. It's not like there's pressure. Or you can say, oh, I'm in too. It's where regular people like us with no experience go kill it. Carnivore invites you free for two weeks right now. Free. Go to GetOurTrades.com. Use the promo code JESSE. That's GetOurTrades.com, promo code JESSE. Go for two weeks free. See website for terms and conditions. Past performance, not a guarantee of future earnings. Jesse Kelly. Jesse Kelly show. This is, of course, the final segment. In a second, we'll get to headlines I didn't get to. I do want to remind everyone again you can email your Ask Dr. Jesse questions in now or anything to Jesse at jessekellyshow.com. You don't got to wait till Friday. They don't get lost. All your emails go right to Chris. He prints them out for me. I read every single one of them. All right? Get this, get this email. I love it. Jesse. The first hour on the Monday show was epic. I was yelling in the car coming home from the airport. The storm is brewing, and I'm not going to read his name, but he is a captain with American Airlines. Oh, yeah, baby. If you're if you're interested, by the way, that whole show is, well, every show is available on iHeart, Google, Spotify, and iTunes. Chris, I don't remember Monday's show. Was I extra fired up on Monday? We were talking about Hurricane Brandon. <laughs> Chris, don't be like that. Jesse, many guns. That's not nice. Somebody, some, one of our hate emails yesterday, I read it on the air. Somebody called me a gay bear. And this guy called me Jesse, many guns, gay bear extraordinaire. That's not, we have the worst people who listen to this show. And I'm so nice. I don't get it. I work in the security installation industry. What you said about camera shortages is correct. If anything, you undersold it. 
Two to three months out for a new camera is the norm. Even doorbells used to be two to three weeks this time last year. Thefts are rising, at least in my city, which means the demand is only increasing. And don't think this doesn't affect you if you already have cameras. Cameras need service, just like anything else, and eventually require updates. You can expect backlogs to accelerate and prices to increase. In addition, all our trucks have needed replaced for two years. We had an order set up for last year. It was just postponed two years. So we have to use repurpose of USPS vehicles bought at a discount. Said I can use his name. His name is Tyler. I'm going to keep reading these to you not to scare you. Look, if you have more of these, I want to know. I want to know so other people know. And look, I'm finding out when you find out, right? I'm not uh, I'm not some super genius over here. I take that back. I am a super genius. What, Chris? You didn't go to my community college, Chris. You could have never gotten in. You actually did go to a different community college, but it probably wasn't accredited like mine was. Anyway, it's time for headlines I didn't get to. Israeli officials fear Joe Biden's Iran approach. Quote, the situation is very bad. I actually, I actually think this is better for Israel now. What we have in the United States of America is we now have the Democrats they're 100% anti-Israel. It's just because they've gotten taken over by the radical communists who hate Jews. It's not more complicated than that. They got taken over by the radical communists who hate Jews. I think Israel should, they have the money to do so, decouple themselves as much as possible from the United States of America. I don't think they should want more money for the Iron Dome. I think they should pay for it themselves. Yeah, no one likes to pony up that bill, but you're going to get yanked back and forth every time a Democrat takes office? Go handle your Iranian business yourself. You know Joe Biden ain't going to help you. He ain't going to. Exactly. We, yeah, Chris is holding up a, a a gun with his hand. We all know how Israel handles their business. Man, Joe Biden ain't coming to help. And even if he loses and a Republican takes over and, and, and we solidify that alliance even more, the next Democrat who gets elected is just going to give another middle finger to Israel again. Just be done with the whole thing. Handle your own business. That's what I say. U.S. to lift Canada-Mexico land border restrictions. Apparently, we're going, to, we're going to allow people in from Canada and Mexico, but only if they're vaccinated. I just, I just love that we're now officially the country that we're checking people's papers at the border. It's so stupid and absurd. And once again, for everybody in the back, vaccinated people can spread coronavirus. Even the CDC admits it. Gosh. White House tells states to get ready for COVID vaccinations in young kids. Pfizer and the major uh, pharmaceutical companies, the vaccine companies, they've been severely ramping up their lobbying uh, efforts in Washington, D.C. I know you're already mad, but just hear me out. What that means is Washington itself is going to end up being invested in pushing this. This vaccine madness isn't going to stop. They're going to try to get your kids to take this vaccine. I've never once told you not to take the vaccine. Have I? Never once, have I? I've never told you not to take it. I've never told you to take it. I don't give out health advice for you, certainly not with something like this. Hear me now. Do not give that thing to your kids. You hear me? Do not give that to your kids. Headline, Pennsylvania teacher arrested for threats after janitors remove a plastic COVID barrier. An elementary school teacher threatened to shoot and kill the school district officials (laughs) because janitors at his school removed a plastic barrier in his classroom. I love his name, too. It's the best. 
Chad. Chad Garrick. He just sounds like a goober. <laughs> Look, this thing, it has caused and exasperated so much mental illness in this country. I'm telling you what. Headline, White House taunts Texas and Florida for fighting vaccine mandates. It is a showdown a-coming as Red America continues to yank one way. Washington continues to yank another. Let's hope cooler heads eventually prevail. Governor's race puts mask and vaccine mandates to a political test. They're talking about New Jersey and that jerk Phil Murphy. I am sad to say as much as I do genuinely enjoy New Jersey. And I, I, actually, that's probably not fair to say I enjoy New Jersey. I enjoy New Jersey people a lot. Me and New Jersey people, we get along just fine. We, we speak the same language. I do believe, though, that you're going to find the majority of people in that state, they're going to want that scumbag back in office. Headline, Biden economics. Inflation returns to the highest level in 13 years. Remember all those people on the left and right who were telling you, just go home. It's just 15 days. Stop being selfish. We're not stopping the economy. It's just a pause. We're just pausing the economy. What's that saying from the Marvel Marvel movies? The bill comes due. The bill comes due. Heating bills set to soar as inflation hits energy prices. That's okay, right? It's just 15 days to slow the spread. How bad could it be? No biggie. Remember, the people who make the news, bring you the news, TV, radio, everything else, they're too out of touch to actually understand how real people live, and that is the honest truth. All right, that's enough. Keep your chin up. We'll be back to have more fun tomorrow. That's all.